It is not possible to do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. So, and it's um, once you find the right people to work with, and and this is why, in a way, I think it's so important that you find not not just people that you can communicate easily with and that that you find approachable, but actually people who have similar goals to you and a similar outlook to you. Once you can find those people, actually, you build something that is more than the sum of its parts. This is A Voice, a podcast with Dr. Gillian Kays and Jeremy Fisher. Hello and welcome to This Is A Voice, Series 3, Episode 5. The podcast where we get verbal about voice. I'm Jeremy Fisher. And I'm Dr Gillianne Case. Okay, so what's the topic this week? Ah, the topic this week is collaboration is the new normal. Okay. Well, we've collaborated a fairly long time. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that don't it's know... It's called being married, It's people. called being married, yeah. We've been married for 21 years. We've actually been working together for quite a lot longer, 25 years, 26 years. Yeah, something like that. And obviously you, as a collaborative pianist, oh, have been, been collaborating Collaborating with everybody. Yes. Everybody since I was 19. Yeah. And, you know, I started collaborating with people very early on in my teaching career, doing joint workshops and so forth with, um, you know, different practitioners. Mm. But actually today, one of the things we're going to be talking about is collaboration from a business point of view. Yes. Which brings us to the fact that we are being sponsored today. We have a new sponsor. Uh, we're actually not going to tell you about the new sponsor just yet. We're going to leave that until a little later. But here is the first of the sponsor ads. You certainly know who's in the room. They're vocal, they're loud, and they're demanding your attention. Treat your little one to this superbly embroidered baby bib that tells the world their voice and talent are already shining through and they're here to stay. Truly, they are born to belt. Washable. Remove baby first. So thank you for our sponsor. We'll tell you a little bit more about that later. That did sound a bit like you, Jeremy. (laughs) That was me. (laughs) Okay, so thinking about collaboration, and one of the things I wanted to back refer to is something that happened more than four years ago, 2017, when I did a keynote speech for the Association of Teachers of Singing in the UK. And as many people know, it was called After Estill, a conversation that we need to have. And one of the things I wanted to draw people's attention to towards the end of the keynote was the importance of collaboration over competition Mm. and having, you know, open discussion about concepts, um, methodologies and approaches and about the importance of investing our time and energy into finding meeting points Mm and not being in competition with each other. I remember that, yes. And I felt really strongly about that because it was something particularly maybe in the UK, but that I think I've heard other people complain about in our profession, Mm. is that it's almost like there's a scarcity thing about knowledge instead of being able to share and and a fear of sharing. And, And I think that's not the best thing. Yeah. So I then set out, I had uh, three years where I was visiting professor, professor. professor. Good morning. Professor. Good morning, people. I'm a professor. <laughs> For the... Um, Alcohol not included. 
University of West London uh, and London College of Music. So uh, together with Ivor Flint, largely he and myself put together this conference about best practice in higher education. And I have to say it was a really joyous occasion. It was. We had some fabulous speakers there, including Johann Sundberg and Janice Chapman and Susan Yarnell from the European Voice Teachers Association. And we basically brainstormed, you know, what is it that we need in best practice in higher education? And we had focus groups and it was was really, really special. Mm. So that was something I very much wanted to do as a result of having made that keynote. And then that kind of, I wouldn't go so far as to say it fell by the wayside, but sometimes universities go in different directions mm-hmm. and we didn't get the follow-up maybe that we would have liked within that context. And of course, my visiting professorship is uh, long past with that university. But nevertheless, I wanted to sort of go forth and do more collaborations. There was something that I really wanted to do, and I've always wanted to do this, and that's to have a think tank. Mm. I love the idea of being involved in a think tank where you talk around and through and about various uh, problems, various possibilities, you share all sorts of things. And so we set up our own think tank. Our own think tank was called Let's Talk. And we got together with... I don't know, I think there were about a dozen of us to begin with, something like that, of professionals in the field, but, you know, from different areas. We had um, people who were emergent in the field, people who were very experienced, people who'd run, you know, businesses and franchises and people like us and people who were just starting out in business. And also people who were supportive because that was a really Mm. important thing. There's Mm. no point in having a think tank where somebody comes in and then just takes everything that you've talked about and goes off and does it themselves. Mm -hmm. That's not the purpose. That is not collaboration. It's not collaboration. Uh, And so it was important to us that we had people. It wasn't even people. Sorry, it's going to sound awful. It wasn't even people that we liked. It was people that we liked. But it was also people that we thought were going to bring something positive and strong and interesting and to be able to listen to each other. Do you know, I mean, when, because it was me that came up with the list and obviously then we kind of approved it between us. Mm. I was looking for people who gave off a positive vibe yes, and who were open in sharing their practice and open in talking about what they wanted to do and not feeling that they'd got to hide behind this scarcity thing. Yes. And people who were just, you know, brimming with ideas. Yeah. And it was just a glorious time. I think we had our first meeting in 2018 and we were able to run for a year and we met sort of once every three months, roughly. The last meeting that we had was in March 2020 and we all know what happened then. Yeah. Nevertheless, a lot of good things came out of those Let's Talk meetings, Mm. didn't they? Yes. So what, what came out of it? Um, well, actually, we heard uh, about Nicola and Embodima. Nicola Harrison Nicola and Harrison her and Embodima work. In fact, she was just finalising her book at that time. Mm. And I can remember her showing us the book and the quiz. And we were all entranced by the sort of the colour coding in it, mm. which is a great way to learn anatomy. And then later on, she talked about her Embodima work, which is about kinesthetic motor imagery and how she was going to put a course together. And we supported her in that. 
which yeah. is, it's it's a very good system. It is. A, it's a very neat system. It's very user-friendly. It's very intuitive. And, you know, Nicola kind of hit a roadblock when COVID came along. Mm. And we encouraged her to run her first courses online. Because I can remember having, I hope you don't mind, Nicola, talking about what we discussed <laughs> um, by Messenger, which was... Totally, you can do this online. Yes. And I attended the first Embodiment course myself online and it worked. So we'll put about um, how to contact Nicola and... Uh, They'll be in the show notes. Her forthcoming training courses in the show notes. Yes. And also um, Oren, Oren Bodo. Yes. Uh, was there at the first meetings and uh, we were learning about his SOVT straw designs and plans and they were amazing so that was very exciting and I mean Oren has gone from strength to strength and you'll be hearing a bit more about Oren later on. Um, we're recording this on the Tuesday and we've just done SOVT2 the workshop the return uh, on Sunday and uh, I'm just editing the videos for that right now that was a great course. Mm. And there were other sort of conversations going on in the background. Mm. I mean, for instance, I know that Ruth Royale, and we'll put a link to her now because I think she's recently been signed to do some songwriting for a label. Great. She um, put together a series of exercises which uh, she collaborated on with Oren. Mm. And actually, we also mentored her to write her little book on singing, which I think is called The Little Pocket Book of Singing, and it's yes. probably still around. So congratulations to you, Ruth, for putting that together. And we were also running stuff um, past the, the think tank. So in fact, I ran the cover of my book, the Why Do I Need a Vocal Coach, past the think tank, and we were discussing design and shape and wording and all of that stuff. So that was great fun to do yeah, that. Yeah, I remember Nicola was very helpful was. with that because she's an editor. Yes. So, I mean, it was a fantastic group. And in a way, I wish that COVID hadn't interfered with it. But, you know, maybe there'll be another time to resurrect that. Yes. Work, because really what we're doing is we're all mentoring each other. I think there's been a real shift in the last maybe year and a half mm. that we are finally starting to move away from competition and towards collaboration. And what's been so interesting, this is another, for me, this is another positive byproduct of lockdown, is that people have suddenly discovered, basically the world caught up with us, people have discovered mm -hmm. that working online is a possibility and actually sharing things online is a possibility. So that now people are putting courses out there, they're doing collaborations, they're putting whole conferences together all online. I think mm. it's great. We need each other. That's yes. what we learned. Yes. It is not possible to do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, um, once you find the right people to work with, and, and this is why, in a way, I think it's so important that you find not, not just people that you can communicate easily with and that, that you find approachable, but actually people who have similar goals to you and a similar outlook to you, once you can find those people, actually, you build something that is more than the sum of its parts. And also, you know, people who can bring a perspective that you don't have. Oh, yeah. And I think that's incredibly valuable. I've noticed that, obviously, since um, the pandemic hit, there's been an outpouring of podcasts. Can there be an outpouring of podcasts? There a plethora. Can. How about a plethora there of podcasts? Can. I actually did um, a tweet uh, last week 
which said the number of podcasts around, and I've actually forgotten the figure, but in fact, that's the number of existing podcasts, not just the number of total podcasts with maybe one episode. This is the number of live podcasts. And I was so thrilled because... Yes, we're uh, about to brag. We are. This is humble brag here, um, which is a great phrase I only just learned. So humble brag. Uh, we... Uh, we're so thrilled. Um, we... Uh, the last episode that we did, which was And Breathe, uh, got us into the top 5% of podcasts worldwide. So a little celebratory thing for that. So podcasts. Let's talk about podcasts. Guesting on podcasts. I think what is so wonderful about podcasts is that it's a great way to collaborate, yeah. sharing of ideas and knowledge so that we don't have something as a trap that I think we fell into. And I hope it is now a thing of the past where people were setting up Facebook groups. And the, the Facebook groups were really about either their system or their business. So that what then happened was that there's this kind of tidbits of knowledge being do we say it's tidbits, isn't it? Is it tidbits or tidbits? I have no idea. Well, whatever it is, I think you know what I mean. Those little crumbs of knowledge that have been dropped. The morceau. Yeah, as as a kind of a trail to um, take part in somebody's course. And then what happens is that instead of it being a genuine discussion within the group, because that's what these groups really should be for, it's actually about shutting down the people who have a different point of view. Mm. And selling and your own moderating brand. the group so that it's that. And I, mm -hmm. I have to say, honestly, I've talked about this before. I think it's toxic. Mm -hmm. So just uh, look out for groups that do that. Now that business model is changing, isn't it? You yes. know, people aren't using Facebook groups as a business model unless they're people that already have demonstrated they want to work with you, like our Facebook group mm. and everyone on our singing and the actor Facebook group has done at least three days training with us. Yes. So, so there's none of that nonsense going on. It's genuine discussion. I want to go back to podcasts because podcasts are such a great way of getting into discussion with people. And um, you find out so much more on a podcast, even than you can on a course. And I was just looking back at the list of guests that we've had and also the, the guests we've been guests on other people's. So um, the first guest was Oren on SOVT, and we ended up doing four episodes with him because it's such a deep topic. Mm. Um, James Sills from The Sofa Singers, a great podcast mm. on choral singing and life in general. On that one, if you haven't listened to that one, please go back that uh, to listen to that one. Then we had um, Leah and Nick from VoiceOver Social uh, doing the VoiceOver podcast. That was brilliant. Such fun. Uh, Feeny Cave on singing lung health and COVID. Mm. Uh, that was very deep, actually. Mm. Mm. Um, and then Georgia Mancho came in. And well, she, now we're talking deep. Yeah. So songs, lyric and life. Mm. Uh, songwriting and just life in general, living and the meaning of life, basically. Um, and so we've also been guests on other people's podcasts. We were guests on Paul Meyer's podcast. And in fact, so pleased because we're going to do another one. And uh, we've got a list of topics between us and it's going to be so much fun. It looks very exciting. And one. We guested for Marissa Lee Naismith on uh, The Voice and Beyond on her podcast. And uh, we've known Marissa for a few years. That was a really great podcast. Can I move it out now to Radio 4, because we, more humble brag, because we guested for Michael Rosen um, for his uh, programme on Radio 4. 
that was so good. He is so good at what he does because we threw all sorts of challenges at him and he could do every one of them. Um, and in fact, uh, just in terms of guest appearances, we were invited to back again to do uh, Keris Matthews' show. And in fact, this is the new show called mm. Add to Playlist. And that was last Friday uh, we did that. And we were the voice experts for yodeling, which was hilarious. That <laughs> took a lot of preparation to do that. And uh, we have to tell you, we didn't know... Keris didn't tell us that we were going to teach Jeffrey, her co-host, to yodel. She didn't tell us until we were on air. That's mean. She wanted us to be in the moment. <laughs> we were certainly in the moment. Thank you, Keris. <laughs> but we did well, actually, didn't yep, we? We did. We taught her to yodel in 45, 45 seconds. seconds. Not bad. Yeah. Um, we've got another message from our sponsor. Oh, it's your first day of rehearsal. You're excited and a little nervous, but you're here to show what you can do. The producers have confidence in you, and you need something to let the rest of the cast know that you got this. Rock up on the first day in this fabulous T-shirt, and they'll want to know where you got it, because deep down they're all voice nerds too. They'll relax and let you do what you do, because they'll know you were born to belt. Diva not included. So you've heard actually the name of the brand just then. The brand is called Voice Nerds, and we're going to be telling you more about that later in the show. Cool, blimey. <laughs> talk about making them wait. Yep. Yeah, I wanted to talk about what it means to do a collaboration on a business front. You know, it's one thing to have a chat with someone in a podcast. And obviously, any of you who are doing um, joint chats in podcasts, make sure that you have product placement <laughs> both ways, or it's not worthwhile. <laughs> And make sure you guest for someone who is really working hard to promote their podcast so that you get people following you. I mean, that is one of the points of doing it. Plus, it's a great way for a new audience to get to know you. It is very much because there's cross-fertilisation in there. Very I also think so. that, and again, I'm, go I'm going to say this again, which is you find people that you resonate with. You know, you find people that you know you can talk to because the whole point of a podcast is conversation. Um, we are actually filming bits of this for, for the YouTube channel, but mostly we don't put the YouTube channel stuff up. This is conversation, so it's audio. And therefore, you've got to have people who are comfortable talking to each other. Mm, very much so. So can I go back? <laughs> there was just this silence. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Can I go back now? Yes, you can. Collaborations that require a contract. Yes. You know, sometimes you can get into conversation and you start building something with someone and you're both creatives or both entities or all three entities are creatives and you get very, very excited and you set something up and the basis isn't quite clear and you hit problems. Oh, been there. We have been there. Done we it have done it several times. We have more than one T-shirt. We have. So now we know better. Yes. Because actually contracts protect all entities when you have a business collaboration, don't they? And I don't think it's something that it's it's a conversation that you do need to have fairly early on. What you know, what the basis is, how you're going to share things, who has the IP, who's responsible for what. Now, this is actually this is a sort of relatively serious part of the program, really, mm. because 
people, particularly artists, particularly teachers, will find it very difficult to have the contract conversations. And we are here to tell you, please have them first. Mm. Because if you're having them when you've already been collaborating for six months, that is not a good conversation to have. It actually gets worse. So this is about clarity. It's not so much about you know, pinning the other person to the wall and saying, give me everything you've got. It's actually about clarity in the situation that you're in. And the clearer you are when you start, the easier that relationship is going to be. I think it's also about um, understanding the value of your IP. Yes. We're going to talk a little bit about the resources you can get from Suzanne Dibble. We are. In a moment. And something that she posted on Instagram the other day was that she'd had clients complain to her that they had done a pitch, you know, for sort of large business entities mm-hmm. or other business entities on a consultancy basis. Mm-hmm. They hadn't been picked up to do the project and all the ideas from the project had been taken by the business and done by somebody else. Mm-hmm. I pretty much had that happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, yes. may- maybe not on such a such a big sort of corporate type scale. Yes. but. You know, have you ever had that happen where you share a brilliant idea with someone and the next thing you know, it's their workshop? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, it's been there. Not so good. Not so, so good. The reason that we're bringing Suzanne Dibble up is that she is a lawyer and she runs an organisation called the Small Business Legal Academy. So it's a shout out to Suzanne because I've been a member for several years and I've also done some of her further training. And uh, she has this set of documents. There's over 120 legal documents that you can get, and they are templates that you can fill in all the details for yourself. They're really well written. They're really clear English. And you just have to make certain decisions about filling them in. And I will say that she is doing a deal over Black Friday. Um, And I'll put the link in the show notes, which is a phenomenal deal. There's so much money off this particular package and it's only going to happen in Black Friday. So we're going to uh, let you know about that. But I can heartily recommend Suzanne Dibble's work. We have used those contracts over and again, haven't we? Oh, so good. And it gives that security because what happens if you've been unfortunate enough to um, get your fingers burned in collaborations? You then don't want to collaborate. You're frightened to collaborate. And when you do collaborate, something exciting happens. I mean, just think about our SOVT 1 and 2, and there's more to come. There is more to come. That we've done with Oren. Yep. And how exciting that's been. How we've been able to help each other in promotion by sort of sharing and reposting and regramming. I also want to talk about our associate trainer, Anne Leatherland. Yes. um, Because she was actually one of the first people that we did a really successful collaboration with in terms of a course. Mm. Because she'd worked with us for so long and she wanted to set up her own course that didn't actually contradict ours or, or um, you know, get in the way of ours, if you like. And mm. so together, we worked out the thing called the Singing Teacher's Toolkit, mm. which we recommend. It is, in fact, a vocal process recommended course. And it really helps people who are at the beginning of their singing teacher life to understand what it is that they do and to get on track. And I think she will be running it again soon, yes. because I saw an Instagram uh, post from her a few days ago. Yeah. And highly recommended because quite a lot of people who've then 
moved on to work with us yes. on some of our courses started off that way and Anne is such a great guide she's yes. so good at breaking down concepts into kind of simple bite-sized pieces I think 18 that, that, years as um, a, a secondary science, school teacher science, a science teacher. teacher yes oh boy she knows her stuff yes and then so then we brought Anne in and we ran the practical phonetics course mm. together uh, because she's also very good at breaking down phonetics um, into really understandable language so uh, we created that with her in mind. And that was a pop-up, wasn't it? It was a pop-up. At some point, point yeah. are we going to say at some point it will be we are available it in is, the Learning Lounge? It is going to be available in the Learning Lounge. I have a list as long as somebody else's long arm uh, to, of videos that I need to edit, but um, Practical Phonetics will eventually make its way to the Learning Lounge. And, and just to explain to people who perhaps might not understand where collaboration and contract comes in there, because you can pay someone to teach for you. You can pay someone to create a course for you. Mm -hmm. You then need to have the discussion about the IP and what the split is, whether you're going to do a buyout or whether you're going to share profits. All of that needs to be upfront and discussed. And we have done every version of that with different people, depending on what the circumstances. Mm. So if anybody wants to ask us about that, just pop in a question. Mm. Um, and can we talk about Carrie Garrett? Yes, please. And My Singer Has a Voice Problem. Mm. Uh, My Singer Has a Voice Problem, was it was a course that I think you came up with the idea originally. Yeah. And this it, was a couple of, more than a couple of years ago. We ran it at the very beginning of 2020. Carrie is a real wealth of knowledge about vocal health and from the standpoint of three different characterizations if you like uh, she has three different jobs so she is a qualified uh, highly specialist speech and language therapist she's a singer herself and she's a singing teacher herself so she mm. carries all of that information we asked her to come and do uh, a thing called my singer has a voice problem to help singing teachers understand what their role might be if they have a student who has a voice problem and how much they can do and where the boundaries are mm. and we did the live course in 2020 and then we transferred it to online and we ran that this year yeah i think it was april this year and in fact that one has just gone into the learning lounge uh, so that's available if people don't know about the learning lounge if you're hearing this for the first time the vocal process learning lounge is a repository it's a massive library mm. of all of our resources all the resources that vocal process has created since 2005 it's massive so there are now, and the number keeps going up, there are now over 600 resources in the Learning Lounge. Mm. Uh, downloads, streaming videos, uh, databases, PDFs, there's all sorts of things in there. And so now um, if you get access to the Learning Lounge just for a month, you have access to everything for the month. So Carrie's uh, course is in there. And you better sit up all night if you want to get through it all. Oh, yes. Well, we do have somebody um, because, there. by the way, there are also 30 hours of CPD accredited training in there, which is massive. We've and had some people who just romped through we it. We did. We mm. have somebody who actually managed to get through 26 hours of CPD Special CPD accredited training in one month, which I was really impressed with. But she must have been on there the whole time. Mm. So you can see that by collaborating, you can grow. First of all, you grow in your own knowledge and you can grow in what you offer. And it's a really, really powerful thing. And I have to say, I'm so happy that 
over the last, what is it, three years now, we've been able to do a number of collaborations. It feels like, you know, if you are a small business, you're a a solopreneur, it's blooming hard doing it all on your own. Oh, it certainly is. So are we finally going to stop teasing them (laughs) and talk to them about the outcome of our latest collaboration? We are. We are. Okay, so the latest collaboration is... I mean, what have you been up to, Jeremy? (laughs) Okay, this is another collaboration between me and Oren, and it's under the vocal process... um, overall brand but in fact we've created a brand new brand which is called voice nerds and that's v-o-i-c-e-n-e-r-d-z voice nerds and in fact the website is voicenerds.co co if you want to go and have a look um we're also on TikTok. Uh, tiktok and instagram this is my first tiktok account this is hilarious we put something up i mean this is just going extraordinary we put a couple of um short videos up on tiktok we have had and I'm checking right now live. Um, we've had over 2,000 likes so far, and we've had something like 21,000 views. How in long ago did those go up? Four or five days. Four or five days. Yeah, So and coming in all the time, so that's um, huge fun. And this is lovely for me because it's Jeremy and Oren, and I can go, well done, boys, <laughs> that's looking good, and occasionally come in and, you know, uh, give some input. I have to say, I have come up with some ideas, yeah. haven't I? About, so um, we should actually tell you what it is, yeah. which is, it's my clothing line. No, not kid- I'm kidding. It's Merch. It's merch. Vocal uh, process a, yeah. is into merch. Oren and I have come up with this new brand, which is uh, creating merch, and there's all sorts of things in there. At the moment, we have... Uh, at the moment we're launching, which is sort of this week, with six designs. Mm. Um, and each design has up to 19 different articles in it. So there's quite a lot there already. But behind the scenes, in my spreadsheet, I have over 140 new designs. So I'm going to be working quite hard on this one. Um, and it's there's all sorts of things. There's T-shirts, there's... Um, uh, cropped hoodies. There's bomber jackets. Eco tote bags, embroidered aprons, baby bibs, which you've already heard about, backpacks, glossy magic mugs, phone covers, iPhone and Samsung covers, mm. uh, sports bras. The sports bras are brilliant, and I have not tried them on, so don't ask me. He um, made me try one on. Yep. Look there great. are no pictures of me on TikTok Look in great. that bra. Um, beanies, trucker caps, tank tops, face masks, all sorts of things. In fact, I'm going to play you the. Oh, and by the way, I've written script for all of this, so everything you're hearing is is um, from my voiceovers. But I'm going to play you one more, and this is every singer needs a water bottle. Why? Because those vocal folds need lubrication if they're going to work. You'd hate to be in the middle of a song and have your voice just dry up. Imagine being in an audition or a recording studio and you start to lose that smooth sound and exceptional agility you normally have. Don't worry, this leak-proof water bottle is here to help. Not only will it hold the water to keep your voice in tip-top form, you can even use it to do your SOVT exercises. Leave it somewhere prominent and it'll remind the people you're working with just what an awesome singer you really are, because you are the Riff Queen. Job done. This water bottle has a sensitive side just like you. It's not dishwasher or microwave safe just like you. It needs to be treated well and hand-washed just like you. Take care of your water bottle, just like you take care of yourself. Oh, my God. 
Blimey. Bit but, of British humour. Absolutely. And we're very pleased because um, we are partnering with a um, Printful, which is a print-on-demand company, mm. and they have just yesterday opened the British... Um, uh, British Warehouse. Thank you. Yeah. They've just opened the British Warehouse, uh, which is their... There is a word for it. He's a bit excited. He needs a lie down. Fulfilment centre, that's the one. Um, which means everybody in Britain now does not have to pay import duties. Hooray. We uh, were actually delaying until that happened. That was such a nightmare for us, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Um, I just want to say something for people who've been maybe following us for years and they're thinking, they're selling merch? Absolutely. We used to. We did. Didn't we? We did. We had I, a little, little series I of things. actually had the Voice Nerd collection possibly 10 years ago. In fact, interestingly, there is one design uh, that I did in the Voice Nerd collection originally, which has come back into the new collection, but there's 140-something new designs. Yeah. Oh, I've had so much fun doing this um so doing the designs um Oren has been putting the designs onto actual paper but i've been coming up with loads of ideas and uh, all of the scripts and all of that stuff so it's a real it's a real sort of fun thing for me to do and it's really creative in a way that i can't do anywhere else mm, absolutely I and mean, i have to say sometimes you know i pop out to sort of make my porridge in the morning and Jeremy's recording voiceovers sitting up in bed and I can hear these gales of laughter because he's, he's you know, he's actually making himself laugh. And I have to come in sometimes and say, OK, it's only going to work if it, work if it makes me laugh as well. Yeah. So, and um, uh, another humble brag. Oh, this, this thing is so full of humble brags. I did 43 voiceovers in an hour. Just call me a one-hit wonder. Cool. Okay, that's impressive. And I have to say, your vocals, are they are so clean. Thank you. They are very nice. Thank you. So, um, as we know, Black Friday's Black Friday is up. coming up, so it's yes. a week on Friday, it's a week is on Friday, right? yeah. yeah. We, we are going to is launch. Is there going to be a deal? We are going to launch with mm-hmm. a Black Friday deal, but I'm not telling you what it is uh, because we haven't set it up yet. <laughs> uh, so as soon as this podcast goes out, which I think is the day after tomorrow, um, go on to voicenerds, with a Z, dot co and have a look at what the, uh, the Black Friday deal is. Mm. Oh, and by the way, if you're a TikTok or Instagram user, voicenerds, Again, oh, is, check us uh, out and share the joy. I have to say, I'm thrilled to bits with what we're seeing here. Share the videos, uh, like the videos, subscribe to the videos because there'll be lots and lots more coming out. Mm. And we're still going to carry on doing what we do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And a quick shout out to the accreditation people. Oh, they're lovely interviews. The lovely interviews from the accreditation people have been so great. And in fact, mm. I, I have another one lined up, which I'm going to be editing tomorrow. And then we're going to be doing more interviews the week after next. So keep an eye on the Vocal Process YouTube channel because those interviews are coming up all the time. They're so good. It's been such a joy, hasn't it? It's yeah. been really interesting finding out not just what people want, but also the effect that the course is having on them because they're only four months in. But this is where the the idea of collaboration is so important as well, because Mm. they're all talking about the peer mentoring, the peer-to-peer mentoring that they're doing for each other in their buddy sessions. That's so good. And this is what we need, isn't it? It is, it is. Kind of lifting the the, the level of the whole group. Yeah, 
So they're, get, they're getting, obviously, um, input from us, a lot of input from us, but they're also getting input from each other. And the way that we've set this course up is that they have so much. They have a, a one-to-one buddy session. They have um, one-to-one accountability sessions with us. Mm. And then they have group stuff. I mean, there's all sorts of collaboration and communication mm. going on in this course. And I have to say, genuinely, it's the best course we've ever run. Mm. It's bringing me so much joy. Beyond expectation. So um, finally... We should talk about... Have you got a collaboration idea for us? Mm. I think that would be quite interesting. If you want to collaborate with us, let us know. Absolutely. There is something else we should talk about. What? We need questions for the next podcast. We do. We have invited Carrie Garrett to come and do a podcast with us. And our topic is... Dealing with long COVID. If you do have a question on long COVID and the effects of long COVID on the singing and speaking voice, then go to speakpipe.com slash vocal process and leave us a quick question, uh, leave us a recording and we'll play it in the podcast. Yes. I mean, perhaps you've suffered or are still suffering from long COVID yourself yep. and have some observations. And many of our teachers are reporting right now and our choir trainers that they are working with people with long COVID and they want to know how to help. Yes. Send us your questions. Speakpipe.com slash vocal process. I think it's time. I think it's time. For a lie down. I think it's time. Uh, thank you to Voice Nerds for sponsoring this episode and giving me so much fun. Um, and we will see you next time for the episode on Long Covid. Yeah, get your questions into us by December the 4th, please. Yes. So we'll see you then. Bye. Bye-bye. This is a voice, a podcast with Dr. Gillian Kays and Jeremy Fisher. <laughs>